Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we've got a great malicious compliance story all about settling on a very specific price. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, you're the boss? Okay, you're the boss. I just found out that my old boss was fired and remembered a story and I thought I'd share this multiple malicious compliance with you guys. So back in 2021, I was working from home with a team of about 20 people in my department. To summarize our job was monitoring credit cards. We worked pretty independently and efficiently, so the company, to award this, literally promoted the entire department and tripled our pay. And with this, they emphasized that we should be more independent, take more responsibility, and all that. And everyone was super okay with it. But then, six months later, as every story on the sub goes, there was a change in management. The manager took a job at another bank, and our supervisor was fired for doing the deed in company grounds. Pretty cool guy, but terrible choosing where to screw. The new manager was pretty competent. As far as I know, she's still in the position. But the problem was the new supervisor to our department, aka best friend of new manager. He came into the job knowing absolutely zero about what we did and immediately wanted to demand results. But then again, he knew nothing about what we did, so he would demand results in the wrong places, always asking for overtime even when we didn't need, complaining about how we didn't use formal language on the group chat and so on. One relevant thing he learned on his first week is that I was supposed to take his job before he came along. My old supervisor was training me to take his job because he was about to leave anyway, but it's help with a demand or advice on something work related and he was quick to remind me of that as he asked me to hop on a call with him and reminded me he was the boss. He told me if anyone asked me for something to tell them to go to him. I said okay. This backfired very quickly, since he didn't know anything about what we did, he didn't know how to help all the people coming to him. After a few days, they stopped asking him since he could never help and came back to me again. Then again, he told me to hop in a call with him, and his new strategy was to whenever someone asked him something, he would then ask me so he could tell them. Again, I said okay. After a month of this, our production was at the lowest it had been in three years. But he was happy since everyone was going to him and getting albeit longer responses, so he had to look somewhere else to cause intrigue. He started to bicker on when people took their breaks. Our journey was 8 hours a day with 3 breaks, 2 10 minute breaks, and an hour break. Everyone had their time to go on these breaks, but since it didn't impact our job in the slightest, everyone just went when it was most convenient for them. All my colleagues started complaining to me that they were busting their balls for this until it came my time. He went on a 10 minute rant on why I shouldn't take my 1 hour break 30 minutes before I was supposed to. I told him it was because I went to a bakery close to my house every day because I was tired to make dinner and I took my break 30 minutes early otherwise it would be closed. He said if I wanted to go to the bakery I should go on my own personal time when I'm off the clock. 
I said okay, but what he said gave me an idea for me to go on my own personal time. As per company code, beside those 1 hour and 20 minutes of break, you have up to 1 hour of personal break per day, in which you can take whenever you need for whichever personal reason. I told my colleagues this, and every day 1 hour before my 1 hour break, I would take 1 hour of personal break to go to the bakery and buy my lunch. My colleagues would do similar things that they needed to do during the time they were used to taking their breaks. Well, two months later, the entire department was terminated since we weren't bringing enough revenue to the company. Unfortunately, this supervisor wasn't let go until last week and the department he took over also was terminated. And another disclaimer to anyone worried about the 20 people that lost their jobs, we have a pretty niche set of skills and everyone quickly found jobs of similar paying wages. No one was sad to be fired, we were actually pretty happy. A few even resigned before the ship sunk. I think this whole story is just more telling about the company as a whole, that they're not willing to investigate why the whole department tanked and they'd rather just lop off the whole arm. Also hi, I'm Steven and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is sign to continue lease. I've lurked here a long time and never thought of something I could post but remembered this gem from about 14 years ago. This starts when my now wife and I decided to move in together and rent a house. We were in our early 20s, it was our first time renting, and we had fairly low income, so our options were limited. Luckily, we found a place that was in a less desirable area, but had recently had some basic renovations. We signed a lease and life went on. Our first 12 months went by with a rental inspection from the agent every 3 months or so, never got any feedback, and being new to renting, figured everything was okay. We had a couple items that needed repairing in that time, so I met the landlord and got his details for organizing repairs. He seemed like a decent bloke, probably early 40s, reasonably handy and did some repairs himself. The first year went by, the lease came to an end, they increased the price and we signed on for another 12 months. Then it happened. About two months later, the agent came to inspect along with the landlord's wife. The wife turned her nose up at absolutely everything and made a number of insulting comments about our furniture when she thought I couldn't hear. We got an inspection report after that gave us a huge list of items to rectify and two weeks to do it or they'd initiate proceedings to evict us. Naturally, after never hearing any feedback from any other inspections, we were shocked. The items were mostly minor nitpicks, with the worst things being to move our cats outdoors, clean the oven and poison weeds on the path in the backyard. We were fine copping it on the chin and doing what they asked, except for the cats. Initially when signing the lease, it said no pets, but we requested and got acceptance for our indoor-only cats. It was noted on the lease, but not on the copy I had. I was kicking myself for not having it in writing and knew I had no chance if they wanted to push the point. So I called the landlord rather than talking through the agent. He explained that tenants in the other house they owned had been using it as a drug lab and the agents had never picked up on it. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So when they found out his wife insisted on going along to our inspection... Hence why we got a bad report. I talked it out with him, and although he was very patronizing towards me, he agreed we could keep the cats inside as long as we kept everything clean and the next reports went fine. So we did as they asked, and they increased the inspections from once every three months to once a month, which is the minimum period they're allowed. We had a list of things to fix after every inspection. It made our life heck, and we felt like intruders in our own home. We grew to hate living there and it put a strain on our relationship. Luckily, or unluckily, depending on how you look at it, my father passed away around that time. So I ended up with inheritance money from his super fund in the sale of his house. My wife and I used the inheritance as a deposit to buy a house of our own, sorted out a loan agreement, and found a place we liked. Now this is where I finally got my chance to repay them for making us feel like indentured servants that only existed to vacuum carpets and scrub walls in our home. By some miracle of luck, I negotiated the settlement date for our new house to be one week before our lease was due to end. This meant that we wouldn't have to break contract and be stuck footing the bill while they found new tenants. Better yet, they sent me a letter saying our lease was due to end and included a new lease agreement with a large jump in rent. The letter said we either had to sign the new lease and send it back to them by a date that was two weeks before the end of the lease, or consider the contract ended, move out by the end of the lease term, and hand over the keys. It said nothing about telling them we didn't want to renew the lease, so I didn't. I didn't want them booking open inspections and intruding further on our lives to show the place to new tenants, and decided that they didn't deserve extra notice. The days ticked by. A couple weeks went past, and my wife and I were busy getting ready to move. I didn't get contacted by the agent again, until my phone rang one week after the new paperwork was due, literally the day before we were moving out. It was the agent, of course. They greeted me nicely and said it was just a reminder that we needed to sign the new lease and get it back to them. I told them, oh, we aren't signing it. We bought a house and we're moving out tomorrow. The other end of the line went dead silent for a good few seconds while my face got stuck in a grin. The agent quietly asked why we hadn't told them, and I said the paperwork only said to let them know if we were extending the lease. Nothing about moving out, so I assumed they knew. She said goodbye pretty quickly, and the panic in her voice was glorious. She was screwed and knew it. I wish I got to hear more of the fallout, but my wife and I moved out, cleaned the house over the remaining week, and I handed the keys over. They never booked any open inspections in that final week. So the house sat empty for a while, waiting on new tenants, and the landlords missed out on some rent payments. 
We also checked the listings and saw they advertised it at a lower price than what they were going to gouge us for. As a bonus, a couple days after the lease ended, the agent called me and said our contract stated we had to have the carpet steam cleaned and they were going to take the cost from our bond. I told her we had had them steam cleaned and she said we didn't. The carpet smelled like garbage. After me telling her again that we had, she demanded a copy of the receipt. I emailed it through and never heard from them again. I didn't mention that there was a cavity under the house and a couple bags of rubbish I chucked under there as we were moving out because the bins were full. I guess the floor wasn't airtight. This is absolutely horrendous that they can have just an inspection every single month you're living there. This sounds horribly predatory, like this is one of those last-ditch situations where, like, it's the only price point you can even afford, so they're just going to try to, like, hound you and make sure you're not, well, operating a lab like they were next door. I mean, who can really live in that environment? Our next story is, you want this price? You got it. Years ago, I worked as an assistant manager for a retail store in art supplies. My store was in a fairly affluent area, and we got lots of bored housewives who dropped $500 because they wanted a hobby. So one year, the company offered a one-day-only coupon for Black Friday. The store was swamped. Saturday was swamped. Sunday was swamped. I'm running a register and trying to get people through as rapidly as I can when she arrives. We'll call her Debbie. Debbie throwing three bags full of merchandise on my counter. I want to return all of this stuff and re-buy it. I say, okay, can I ask why? People sometimes did this because they'd used the wrong payment method or something, but I needed to verify. I bought all of this stuff on Friday at store 1,500 miles away, and their tax rate is higher, so I want to return all of it and buy it here to pay lower taxes. Now hurry up, I've been driving all day and I'm tired. This is going to be a pain on a very busy day over what comes out to be about $2.50. I confirm with the other manager who agrees this is ridiculous but we just need to do it, so I start her return. But the totals don't match up. So I have to call and talk to the on-call support rep. He tells me I can only refund my state's tax and not the other amount. The solution is to manually adjust prices until the tax and totals match. As I'm doing this, Debbie is complaining about how she's tired from driving, I'm taking too long, her dog, her feet, her back, whatever. But eventually, I get everything balanced and process her return. Okay, the return has been processed. It's about time. You'd be done already if you weren't so stupid. Now I want to buy it all again. Cue Malicious Compliance Part 1 The thing about art supplies is they can be small and in multitudes, and that's what she'd purchased. Individual pencils, brushes, pastels, sheets of paper, etc. I said, sure thing, ma'am, but I want to be absolutely certain I ring everything up right, since I'm dumb. So, with a sweet smile, I take everything out of the bags and ring them up one by one. Of course, some stuff doesn't scan, so it has to be looked up. As I go along, she's getting more and more agitated. The insults get more frequent, and now everyone in the other lines are glaring at her. At last, everything is rung up, and I give her the total. Cue malicious compliance part 2. Remember that coupon from the beginning of the story? The code has been pulled from the system. So her new total, with the reduced tax rate, 
is significantly higher than the old one. Debbie loses it and starts screeching. It's not even words at this point, only noise. Sorry, ma'am, but it looks like you used our exclusive coupon on Friday. Unfortunately, that coupon is no longer valid. Your new total will be total. She kept screaming, but eventually paid, snatched her items, and left. It was a good day to be retail. Now, I completely understand if you bought this 1,500 miles away, drove all that away, and then on Black Friday there was like a huge discount and all that stuff and it would be way cheaper, but just doing that to try to get around the sales tax from another state, I think you've gone a little too far on the whole trying to be thrifty thing. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.